KUBU 96.5 FM, you are now tuned in to Verbal Radio. Our guest in the studio today, the legendary Neil Nayar, multi-talented artist, world record holder, absolute genius. I'm honored to even be sitting here with him. Enjoy this tune by Neil called Neil Vibes. KUBU 96.5 FM. We are in the studio with the legend himself, Neil Nayar. Neil. Hey, how are you doing? Man, I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here with you. I've been following your career for a while. I mean, it's just a joy to even be sitting here with you right now. So for those of you uh, tuned in, I'm going to assume already that all of you know who Neil is. And if you don't, you're going to know after this recording. So Neil mm-hmm. has world records because he plays more instruments probably than anybody you know. You are a master of how many? 117 different instruments. 117 different instruments. Yeah. <laughs> and you're, you're expert level at them. Yep, expert level. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And you also do art, right? You're a painter? Yes, painter, yes, of course. And an author, I understand. Author, yes. Uh, from my upcoming book called uh, Passion to Exploration of 107 Sound Machines. And in this book, um, I created this book for kids, teens, and adults. And after they read this book, they will have a knowledge of all the 107 musical instruments. And if you look deeper into the book, I put little uh, tiny animation figures of me, you know, demonstrating the instrument, you know, how how's it being held, you know, where is it from, what's the history behind the instrument, and so on. And right now you can pre-order my book on uh, Amazon and uh, Barnes and Noble. That is amazing. And you're here from you're from Sacramento, right? Yes, actually, um, from Elk Grove, actually. Well, yeah, Sacramento County. <laughs> of course, Sacramento you know, County. We, still representing the nine one six. Yes, of course we are. So you um, 
you, 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 you've learned how you've mastered 117 different instruments. How long did that take you? You know, it, it took me around a few years to make that record, you know. Uh, actually, at the, at the age of 11, when I had around 20 instruments, I said, I have all these instruments. Now, what should I do with it? I was thinking, and I said, then after that, I searched on Google, you know, looked for someone who has played more instruments than, than I have. Then I found one person, I think he was a 17-year-old a guy who can play 23 instruments, if I'm correct. Then I said, okay, if he's able to do that, can I not do it? And after that, the next year, I made my very first world record for playing 44 musical instruments at the age of 12 in 2017. And after that, I decided to break my own world record for playing 100 instruments. Then I said, how about we add seven more? And then that's when I made my second world record for playing 107 musical instruments from around the world at the age of 13 in 2019. And currently, I can play 117. Do you plan on learning more? <laughs> yes. Uh, in the meantime, uh, I'm focusing on something else, like my book. And plus, I'm releasing my very first album, which is called Breaking Barriers. And in the album, I have one track, which has all 107 musical instruments recorded acoustically in one track. And I don't think no one has done that before. And that piece is a 10-minute piece with different types of genres of music. And I have another special song, which is in the album, and is called Chasing Dreams. And it's and this song talks about Hollywood, and it goes like this. I'm going to Hollywood. I'm going to make that move. That will be the price I pay for love. So that's the chorus of that song. <laughs> Man, you sing too. <laughs> yes, I do, yes. And, you know, so so for those of you listening, uh, I discovered that Neil also has another talent. Uh, he's a beatboxer. Yes. <laughs> hey, my man. That is incredible. Thank you. So you've been um, doing a lot of traveling lately. Yeah, I've been traveling. Uh, I went this year. Actually, the first time I've uh, been to L.A. three times in a row. You know, it started in um, August when I got selected for a Grammy camp. And, you know, and this Grammy camp is a camp for, um, you know, for high schoolers who, who are interested in pursuing their career in music. And I got selected in the category of audio engineering. And I spent the five days over there, you know, exploring about audio engineering, you know, like the council to use, the mics, you know, everything, you know, how to record. And by the way, there was a lot, a lot of stuff, which I never knew before. And, you know, and it was a great and fun experience. You know, I made over 40 friends <laughs> over there, you know, with a lot of musicians. And there was a lot of talented musicians. Like, you know, I was like, I was like shocked. I was like, wow, that's I was like, that's some real talent over there. Who are some musicians that inspire you? Let's see, starting from Mozart, Beethoven, Miles Davis, greatest trumpet player. Uh, then we have um, Adele, Bruno Mars, uh, Justin Timberlake, uh, Coldplay, one of my favorite bands, Imagine Dragons, One Republic. And even I do have favorite composers, including A.R. Rahman, uh, who composed the music for the film Slumdog Millionaire, which won an Oscar. And also one of the top, top composers of Hollywood, Hans Zimmer. Oh, Hans Zimmer. Yeah, <laughs> his, his scores for films are legendary. Yeah, one uh, of my favorite uh, films from, I mean, uh, which Hans Zimmer composed was Inception. That was the inception. Yes, that that was the inception. The entire soundtrack was legit. Like the the and it was was so well done with the sequences in the film. I know, that's incredible. Um, so you have a really diverse taste in music. I mean, I like that. You you got you got we've got we've got Miles Davis, mm -hmm. Adele, Coldplay, and Beethoven. Now Mozart, you have mm -hmm. mentioned, and I mm -hmm. little spoiler here. Yes. So 
you you have a, a, a more personal connection with Mozart. Yeah. That that goes back to the beginning of your existence. Yeah, so you know, actually how my music journey started when it started when I was in the Marzump. My dad, he was at some random library looking for a book and he just chose one book and started reading it. And after reading the book, he read one line which got his attention. It mentioned, if you play Mozart's music to the womb, then the child will become a musician. So my dad tried an experiment by putting a tiny speaker, which was playing Mozart music, and by placing it on top of the womb. And when I was around two years old, my parents, they bought me a mini drum set from Toys R Us. And the funny thing was that my dad, he set the mini drum set in front of me. And he handed me the sticks and he said, let's see, play the drums. And I was like, what? At the time, I was so confused. I was like, am I supposed to... Um, fight with it? Am I supposed to hit it? I'm like, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and at that time, I wasn't interested in music, you know. And as I grew older, when I was around six years old, my parents, they took me to a free drum class in a music school. And after one drum lesson, my drum teacher and my parents were shocked. They were like, how did you play the drums after this one room lesson? Did you did you come from a from a planet from 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 like Jupiter? I'm like no, it just happened naturally. <laughs> I'm like Jupiter, no, it just never happened before. And then, um, you know, after that, um, my parents decided to give me another instrument, which was the guitar. And after learning the guitar, at that at that spot, I had an inspiration to learn more instruments you know it's kind of like i had like an urge to explore new cultures and traditions so then after the guitar i went to the piano to the flute to the saxophone on and on and on and a funny thing about when i was learning the flute you know when i got my first flute um the funny thing was that i had no idea how to build the flute. <laughs> that was the funniest part. I was like, okay, I had to put this part here or this part here. You know, it was so funny. Even my parents had no idea what to do with the flute. It was so comp- confusing. Only three pieces. <laughs> yeah. You know, after I had all this instrument, and as I mentioned, you know, then I made my first world record and then my second world record and... Now that's where I am. <laughs> no, that's history for you. <laughs> yeah. You're still moving forward. So yeah. you're only 17. Yes. Last month I turned 17 on, on October 8th. Happy belated birthday. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's, uh, I mean, I got to tell you, you're, you're definitely a certified prodigy. <laughs> um, now, when you, when you uh, make music, mm-hmm. or let me, let me rephrase, because mm-hmm. I think this is a good question mm-hmm. that, that I really want to know. Mm-hmm. What is music to you? That's a good question. Music to me is about expression to me. Why? Because whenever I perform, doesn't matter you know what, what culture it is, one thing I always make sure is that whenever I perform, I always, I always make sure that I see the smile on the person's face, you know, doesn't matter what song I'm playing, I want to make sure that whenever I perform, I want to make sure that I'm bringing my expression from the instrument to the, uh, to the audience who are listening my music. And actually this strange thing happened to me like, uh, like uh, recently, like last month. I was performing in some event. I think it was a Russian event and I was... Actually, sorry. Actually, it was a Ukrainian event. Sorry, you know, since the war was happening between Russia and the Ukraine, I was performing one song on the saxophone, which I think was a Ukrainian song. And one guy came to me, and he says, "Thank you so much for playing that song." And he says, "You don't know how." And he says, "And he says you don't know how much it means to us, to Ukraine, you know." And also, they're looking for a performer to perform a Ukrainian song, and they found me, so they were blessed. And they were, they were surprised that I was playing a song, which is not my religion. And, you know, they were just shocked. So, yeah. 
So that's what music means to me, you know. That's that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Neil. I, I mean, Thank you. that's really really beautiful. Thank you. You have a you have something that that resonates in the souls of others. Yes. Um because I definitely I came across you. Um mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, who's this? And I've just been following your career with such great interest for a while now. Really? Wow. Yeah. I'm a little bit of a cyber stalker, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, you, um, I mean, you've just been doing so much. And, and just where you're going is, is, is astronomical. And I'm so proud. And, and the, I, I will say on behalf of the city of Sacramento, mm -hmm. Sacramento is proud uh, to have a talent like yours. I uh, come from this place. And um, now you've recently, uh, you were on uh, on television recently, yeah? Yes, that well, is I mean, correct. You, well, I will mm. say, you you seem to kind of always be on television. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you had, a, you had a special television appearance recently, yeah? Yes, I'll mention about that. Um, I recently came on the Jennifer Hudson show. And let me explain how I got in that show. So... I think it was in the month of September and I was uh, recently filming, uh, I was recently recording uh, uh, some, uh, some musical piece for my upcoming music video. And on the same day, I got an email uh, from the Jennifer Hudson show and they sent an email through my website and they're saying, Hey Neil, uh, we are the Jennifer Hudson show and we wanted to, um, to audition you and you want to see, you know, uh, if if you if you're able to fit in the show, I said okay, sure. And on the same day, I had an audition on Zoom. And after audition, because you know, after audition, you know, it might take around weeks or months, you know, to yeah. to you know to to hear back from them. But I heard heard back from them in just a few hours. And I, I picked up the phone and they said, "Hey Neil, you're selected for the Jennifer Hudson show." And they told me that they'll take care of all of all of the expenses, you know, for the for the gas, for the hotels, and everything. Like, really? I was surprised, you know. Then the next day, I went to L.A. by road, six-hour drive. It was a long drive, but it was totally worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And when I reached there, uh, the Jennifer Hudson show, you know, in the Warner Bros. Studios, when I when I took my first step in the Warner Bros, I was like, now I'm stepping into the real world, mm -hmm. you know? And I was, you know, because one thing I like about, you know, Warner Bros is like, you know, like seeing the behind the scenes, you know, I am, I love to see behind the scenes, you know, of every, like movie, any movie, you know, like, uh, like DC, I like, one time I saw the behind the scenes of the Justice League, you know, where they had all the green screen, you know, the, oh, yeah, the, that's, yeah. that's one thing which I really love. So, yeah, I saw the stages. Funny thing was that there was a lot of stages, but I don't know where which stage it was. There were so many stages. Stage two, stage five, seven, you know. And then after we found the stage, and we then we went inside. And on the top, it was showing here the Jennifer Hudson uh, artist uh, something. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. And when I went inside, I saw this big, huge sign. The Jennifer Hudson Show. And then I went there. It was probably humongous inside the Warner Bros. Uh, stage. Humongous. I was like, I didn't know where to go. It was like so dark. <laughs> there was like less light. I was like, okay, I will go left, we go right. I had no idea. So then I found a way. Then I, there was stairs. And then it happened. And after that, they gave me a room, you know, to stay, you know, where I can share my clothes, everything, you know. And of course they had snacks and f and drinks, you know, which was which was very kind of them. And after that, the next hour, I went to the makeup room and where they, you know, they where to do all the makeup. And funny thing was that when I was in the makeup room, I asked them like, how long have they have been doing makeup? They have been doing, and also they said that they have been doing makeup for a long time. And one thing I didn't know that the makeup and also the hairstylist who was behind me. They are Emmy Award winning. Did you know that? No, Emmy no, Award winning no, artists. I didn't know them. They're all like, what I didn't the know, hell? I didn't know that they won Emmy. Yeah. Because, you know, in, you know, when you, when you see a person in the foreground, we don't know who they are. But in the background, we're like, wow, they have done a lot of things. And the same thing happened to me. I came to know that one of them was uh, 
two-time Emmy Award-winning artist. Even a hairstylist. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I, I was like, wow, that is something. That, yeah. yeah. And after that, uh, the next was the rehearsal. So when I'm, and in rehearsal, uh, you know, we did a lot, of, like a lot of rehearsals. You know, we had to do like two rehearsals. You know, I had to, we had the sound check. We had to set up the instruments. Actually, the I think most of the time was spent setting <laughs> up the instrument because I had I took around twelve instruments on the stage, which was a lot. Yeah, and then after my rehearsal was done, then then the producer said, uh, "Hey Neil, I was thinking we should do a fun thing with Jennifer, and we were thinking like, how about we let Jennifer play one of your instruments?" And I was like, "Really?" And the producer <laughs> like, "Yeah." I was like, "Really?" He said, "Yeah." I said, "Okay, um, let's do it." So in this case, the producer had to mimic Jennifer, you know, for rehearsal. So like, explain to the producer how it will work. And we made two pieces, which sounded like garbage, but it was great garbage music, you could say. It was offbeat, off-key, you know. <laughs> you won't believe it. If you heard it, you will say, what the hell was going on? <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, that was funny. So after that, I went back to my room. And then the audio person came up and he was micing me because since I had my jacket had jingles. So we were trying to find a way how to stop those jingles, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And after that, I asked him the same question. I asked him, like, you know, how long have you been doing this? He said, for a long time. I asked him, have you ever mic'd um, a famous actors? He said, yes, including Dwayne Johnson. Three oh, times. Yeah. The Rock. Three yeah. times. I was like, wow. Yeah, it was it was like fascinating, you know, to, to like see these, you know, these people who have worked for a long time and in the, in the industry, you know, fascinating. Then I met another person who knew me from 2017. By the way, that was really interesting. And actually, at that time, 2017, I auditioned for I, I'll tell you right now, but I auditioned for Steve Harvey. Actually, yeah, yeah, I yeah. did I did audition yeah. for in 2017. I did get selected, but after that, everything went quiet. For some reason, I don't know why, but the guy who told me he remembered from Steve Harvey's show, so he remembers, and he told me that at that time, they were talking a lot about me, which I didn't know. I was like, wow, that's interesting. And that guy remembered me from like when I was 12 years old to now. I was that's like, that's amazing. something, that's yeah. something, you know? Yeah. So after that talk was done, it was time for me to be on the show. And I went back in the backstage. It was very huge. And in the meantime, uh, Jennifer Hudson was interviewing uh, Marlon Wayans mm. over there. Actually, he was there. I saw him. He was doing interview. And when he was done, I tried to say hi to him, but he didn't wave back. You know, because you know they get always busy. But yeah, yeah. you know, but it was fun to see you know an actor in person. You know, I've always wanted to see an actor in person, and I got that experience. So now after that. I was, the funny thing was that I was about to enter the stage, but the audio person said, no, 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 wait. We will, we will let you know when it's your turn. I said, okay, I'll wait. Because, you know, I was... Actually, I was excited to be on the show, you know. I was yeah, like, I, I wanted to go on the show. <laughs> you know, and after that, Jennifer Hudson was announcing my name. Then she mentioned, Neil Nayar. Then I walked with some... Kind of like some pop music. I'm from Bruno Mars. I think they were playing that. So I was like, dancing around when I was walking <laughs> on the stage. Then I hugged Jennifer Hudson, you know. Then after that, then we had the interview. And then after the interview, I was about to perform. And the crazy part, when I was about, when I was about, to, when I was about to perform, the doors opened. It was like, whoosh. I was like, wow. And then there was like gas going up in the air. I was like, what the hell is going on? I was like, I was like, I was like, they they did not tell me that this was going to happen. I had no idea what to do. I was like, okay, I'll just enter inside. Then I performed my piece. And the piece I performed was different, actually. It was kind of a mix of genres. And the funny thing was that the audience enjoyed it, by the way. A lot of, around like 200 people were, were, were watching me perform. That's a yeah. big <laughs> studio. Big studio, I know. Yeah. 200 people. Yeah. And after, you know, after, and then when we went into commercial break, Jennifer Hudson was talking about me, you know, everything. And she was saying that, okay, for next segment, can you just tell me which instrument how to perform? I was like, um, I told her, I'll let you know. I'll, you just have to hit the instrument. That's all. You just have to hit it. And then 
after the, after the commercial break was over, then we went on a second segment where General Hudson had to play my instruments. Then after that, I described every instrument, you know, where is this from? It's from France, India, Italy, on and on and on. And the funny thing was that when I was playing the beat, General Hudson had no idea what to do. She was like, okay, which instrument? I said, this is a musical saw. You had to just hit the beat, tuck, tuck, tuck. She was like, and after that, <laughs> the, the beat I told her, after that, she did a different beat. She was like, tuck, 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 tuck. I was like, okay, she's going to mess it up now. <laughs> but anyways, she was a very fast learner, by the way. Very fast learner. She's very brilliant. She's very smart, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. And after that, as I said, the piece became garbage again. But, <laughs> but it was a great piece. It, it was a great piece, you know, which we created. So, yeah. And after our show was done, I got to meet her three times. And the show, got to meet her in the next show that, that I also got to meet her after her show was done. I think it was at 5 p.m. We were loading out. And the funny thing was that my mom was outside packing up. Then she said, my mom, then helping my, my, my mom, you know, she was saying, Neil and Neil was like, what happened? She said that Jennifer Hudson's here. Like, what the hell? Then me and my dad, we dropped all our instruments and we ran to talk to Jennifer Hudson. So <laughs> take pictures, autographs, everything, you know, and she was in a Jeep. By the way. In the Jeep, huh? Yeah. Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. Jennifer Hudson and her Jeep Wrangler. Stay tuned to Verbal Radio. We are in the studio with Neil Nayar. We'll be back after this commercial break. W, sorry, not W, KUBU 96.5 FM, the voice of Sacramento. Verbal Radio, back in the studio with Neil Nayar, the legend, the prodigy, the genius, and my friend. All right, Neil. So I I, I read this uh, interview that you did in Shout Out LA, mm-hmm. and uh, you just had such a great response to to the question that was asked to you. Uh, and what you said was, when it comes to skill development, I leave nothing to chance. Mm-hmm. I practice my instruments every day for six to eight hours. Mm-hmm. I mean, that 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 to me is like the epitome mm-hmm. of ethic. When it comes mm-hmm. to like, because you don't, it doesn't seem like you leave yourself room mm-hmm. to not be great. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, so tell us about that. You practice six to eight hours a day. Yes. I practice six to eight hours a day. That is correct. You know, I might be thinking, how am I managing, how am I like, how am I like managing this? this I mean, time? I'm thinking like, are you yeah. just like walking around the house from room to room playing an instrument? And yeah. Then, well, actually, the thing is that I do online schooling with California Connections Academy, uh, which is an online schooling. And I have been doing that online schooling since first grade, by the way. You know, I've been doing online for my whole life. You so, know? so when the pandemic happened uh-huh. and like all the kids who are used to going to mm-hmm. in-person in classes mm-hmm. had to do it online, like mm-hmm. you already, you're like, oh, I already do yeah, this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an <laughs> expert at this already. <laughs> no, same thing for me. Yeah, it's the same for me. Yeah, in the, in the, you know, in the, in the pandemic, you know. And um, yeah, so back to the online schooling. So the thing is that in my online schooling, I have a flexible schedule. So in this case, I can spend 50% of my time in studies and 50% time in music, you know, in what I want to do in my life, you know. And, you know, if I were in a public school, you know, you have to like stay there, you know, you have to like, you know, take classes which are like one hour long, you know. And if I were in a public school, I wouldn't be talking in front of you about my music or anything, you know, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have that time, you know. You'd be in class right now. Yeah, I know, that's true. <laughs> but, you know, online schooling, you know, saved me a lot of time and, you know, which, are, which I'm able to pursue music and also which is my passion. So, yeah, so, the, so that's how I manage my time. And sometimes, you know, if I get free time, I might, you know, do a little bit of painting, do martial arts, Take a walk outside. I definitely wanted to talk to you about martial yeah. arts. Now, you, you have a black belt? Yes, a black belt in Kung Fu. In Kung Fu? Mm-hmm. Um, now, now, forgive me for not for not being thoroughly versed on Kung Fu. <laughs> Man, we grew, I grew up watching the old uh, Shaw Brothers films, the Wuja, mm. you know, like uh, where they had the different styles. So it'd mm-hmm. be like the 
snake and the eagle shadow and mm-hmm. the monkey style things like that mm-hmm. um do you have a style of kung fu like that or well is it like general it's kung? not general it's different you know we have different forms we have like in kung fu we have like hand forms which are which are related to the animals like the we have like the the swan or something like you know like or like the tiger we have like those things we, we do but i think my favorite part in kung fu is the weapons those are my favorite you know like uh you know like doing um the like those um kung fu with the like daggers with the staff with the sphere with the broadsword you know that's my favorite part oh, about kung fu. do you uh do you watch any kung fu movies uh or I martial used to, arts movies i used to watch mostly i used to watch um bruce lee you know bruce lee, bruce lee sure. yeah he's the king uh Into the dragon yeah or um or jackie chan Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. Yeah. Yeah. You familiar with Donnie Yen? I'm so familiar. I've heard of his name he before. He plays. Uh, he plays Ip Man in the movie in the Ip Man series. Who was the Ip Man? Was the trainer of Bruce Lee? Oh. Um, one of the things about Donnie Yen is that he is exceptionally fast. Like his hands just move impossibly fast. Oh yeah, I remember I saw a scene on YouTube. I think he was doing, I think he was fighting fighting with Mike Tyson. Yes, yes. I saw that. I was like, wow. That was like, wow. That was surprising, you know, to see, you know, Donnie Yen fighting with uh, Mike Tyson. That was yeah, right. I know that's the whole thing. Yeah. See, I mean, honestly, I, I got to give respect to anybody who fight Mike Tyson for any reason. Yeah, Uh, actually, plus I heard um recently that Mike Tyson came first time in a South uh, in a South Indian film. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, he came. It's called Liger. You know, like Tiger? Yeah, yeah it's the, called the, Liger. the hybrid of the Liger. The yeah, it's lion, called Tiger yeah, Liger, yeah. And he recently came in that movie. I was like, what? That was, that was really interesting to see. You know, in the trailer, he was speaking different language. Like, what? Really? Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, I wonder if he had that same speech thing. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he might have. I haven't watched it yet. But I think right now it's on Hulu. You can check it out. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, now when, when did you, how old were you when you got your black belt? Uh, that is a cool question. I think, I don't know what age it was, but I think it was in, I got my first black belt in 2018. So that means, man, I was 12 or 13. I don't know. I think, I think I was 13 when I got my black belt. So, all right. I'm sorry. Cause my, my, my brain is just melting right now. <laughs> so, so, cause I'm trying to, I'm trying to wrap my mind around, mm-hmm. around just the things you've done. Mm-hmm. So, so you, you, you're 17 now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're a master of 117 instruments. Yes. Well, I mean, to be honest, I wouldn't call myself as a master. I was saying a student. Why? Because master, actually the real definition of master is, means like, you know, you, and you know, master means that we're not just masters. We're still learning because, you know, people tell me I'm master, but the honest review, I would say is that we are still learning. You know, there's a lot of stuff to learn in this world. You know, every day, I learn a new thing with my instruments and plus with, me, with, with my music, you know. You know, because people, people say that, you know, I'm like better than Beatles or Led Zeppelin, but I said, no, they're better than me because those people, they have spent their entire lives in music. They have spent their entire lives, you know, they have worked hard at that, you know, at, at that age. And for me, I'm starting, you know, I'm not there yet. You know, I have to get there. Then all I can say, I'm master. I, I yeah. love how humble you are. Thank you so much. I mean, I really love that. It's, Thank it's, you. It's, I mean, for someone to have so many, such a breadth of talent, mm-hmm. um, and to still have the the humility to 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 have the outlook that mm-hmm. it's never complete. It's it's always room for improvement. Mm-hmm. That, yes, that's so great. Um, so you you you're martial artist mm-hmm. who does kung fu. So I know. Whenever I gotta go somewhere, you're my bodyguard. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, so you got a black belt in kung fu. You're a writer. You're mm-hmm. a painter. You have more than a hundred paintings so far, right? Yes, I think a hundred paintings. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and so let me ask you this question: mm-hmm. When when Neil wants to relax, mm-hmm. right? When you're mm-hmm. not doing, when you're not, when you're not training on your instruments, uh-huh. when you're not, you know, doing any of your artistic, when you just want to relax and have fun. Mm-hmm. What do you do? What well, do you enjoy doing? You know, 
one thing which I enjoy uh, doing is watching movies, you know, in my free time. You know, I would sometimes, actually, last week I was, I had, a, had like a one hour break. So I was watching the Transformers, the Dark Knight. I think, sorry, it was the last night mm-hmm. I watched. And, you know, and sometimes I might, um, you know, do drawing, you know, if I, if I want to or take a walk outside or sometimes I might play basketball, you know, because actually I'm, I'm I think I'm like six feet. So I would love, love to play basketball. You know? I, <laughs> I, thought you do, I, play basketball. <laughs> I thought you were about to say, actually, I'm about to be the team captain of the basketball team. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So let me, let me ask you, you know, this question is going to sound pretty weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is just how my brain works. Mm-hmm. The, when you go to sleep and you dream, mm-hmm. what do you dream about? You know, you know, it depends. You know, sometimes I might dream about my future. I might dream, you know, about the things I want to achieve. And, and also I might, you know, sometimes when I'm dreaming, I might have music ideas. And sometimes I would always keep a recorder by my bed, you know, from if I have some idea in my mind, which just popped out from nowhere. I would just grab my recorder and I would just record it, you know, from my voice. I'd like do like da 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 da, you know, like record like a tune or something, you know. And um, sometimes, you know, sometimes when I dream, I always have these like these interesting stories, which which just just come from sleeping, you know, which is interesting. You know, sometimes I might write about like a horror story. Sometimes I might write about like a action story. You know, just. And it's just like, it just comes up from nowhere. You know, it's kind of like your inner sense. It's like saying, okay, I think I think he's saying, okay, this brain, I think Neil should write this story. Oh, he should write this story. You know, it's like, it's like, it's like coming naturally. You, you know? pull inspiration out of your dreams. Yeah. You know, I can relate to uh, what you said about, about like, mm-hmm. you, well, I don't hear music in my dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, but like as a photographer, mm-hmm. like I'll be, I'll be deep in sleep and dreaming about taking photos. Mm-hmm. in different ways than I've done before or editing them differently. And then I'll wake up and like, I cannot go back to sleep. So I just go straight to the computer and just start working on it. Oh. You know? Um, well, I mean, computers like 20 feet away. So it's not like, <laughs> it's not like a far hike, <laughs> but it's like, um, no, I do get that because a lot of the inspiration from my work, um, mm-hmm. comes from the, the, the images I see when I'm sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, so you 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 draw your inspiration. Mm-hmm. It seems like not only from your dreams, mm-hmm. but it seems like you draw your inspiration from literally existing. Mm-hmm. Like you pull inspiration from every source possible around you. Yeah, you know, I really love to explore, you know, music. You know, because you know, because there's a lot of genres in music. You know, we have like Russian classical, pop, rock, jazz, blues. Reggae, R and B, uh, Indian, Chinese, Japanese, Bulgarian, Hungarian, Russian, Ukrainian, Bubba Arabic, uh, African, Brazilian. It's a lot. Of, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. also uh, you know uh, you know Vietnam. You know those a lot of things. You know mm-hmm. so and there's a lot. It's still a lot of things to explore in this world. You know. Have you traveled the world? Not yet, but. It, you know, my dream would to would be to travel around the world. You know, that would be my biggest dream. What are know? some of the places you want to go? Uh, the places I would really would love to go is you know like to India. You know, because actually about India is that actually my parents are from India, but I was born in America, so I haven't explored India much. But I would really love to go to India again. Um. I really love to explore um, Dubai. No, mm-hmm. that would be a great. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really love to see um, New York City. You know, I've always wanted to be there. You know, there's, I, you know, I, 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 I've all wanted to see that. You know, there's this Times Square, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah, I've all wanted to, you know, just go there. Uh, and I've also want to you know, go and do the uh, Vietnam. You know, they have all these. Sometimes there's a video they have like these forests, you know, they, and also they have these 
weird instruments they always create sometimes. This is, I forgot what the name of the instrument was, but it's like it's like a, it's like a tall windpipe, and the mouthpiece is in front of it, and and then you play like this, you know, with your fingers. Oh, like that's an interesting hmm. instrument, you know. So as I mentioned, a lot of things to learn in this world. A lot of new things come up every day. <laughs> do you think it's it, is it? Do you think that it's easy? Um, I mean, now, okay, again, I'm not a musician. Mm-hmm. Um, I would imagine that for someone like you, mm-hmm. like, you could invent an instrument. Do you, do you feel that that's an easy, um, an easy task, or? Well, actually, that's a good question. Actually, I haven't tried that yet, but, um, but, but soon I'll be willing to try that. I am... Actually, in my backyard, I have um, this gourd from my from my uh, backyard, which is very old, and I'm thinking of creating a flute out of it. Mm. You know, it is interesting. You know, and actually, that's one thing which I haven't explored in music is creating instruments. So, yeah, if I get enough time, you know, Make maybe next month, sound. yeah, I might, I might create new instruments. And yeah, actually, one thing I, I actually I recently got this new instrument, and actually, the, how this works is that. You just, I, for example, have like a keyboard, right? In this case, I connect my keyboard to a fruit. In this case, when I, when I hit the note on the fruit, it'll, it'll create a sound. So in this case, if I load like a synth sound, like a, something, it will make that sound, which is interesting. It actually works? Yeah, yeah it actually works. Oh, man. Well, okay. So just putting it out there right now, we're definitely going to have to have you back so you can you can play that instrument for, for our listeners because that sounds incredible. Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, <laughs> wow. So you, uh, you, also, uh, you also have a uh, deep ability that, that I can tell mm-hmm. to relate to people, I've mm-hmm. noticed. Um, and and just in the conversations I've had with you so far, like mm-hmm. you you never really seem to put the you don't value yourself above anyone else. Mm-mm. No. Well, where, where does that humility come from? You know, actually, I don't know how this came from me, but I feel like if you're always humble, you know, you'll always reach the greater heights. You know, because you know if you're like not humble, you know, because it. Because actually, one thing I got from a person, um, so he mentioned that if you're not patient in the music industry, you will never reach to anywhere. But if you're humble, have patience, you'll be able to reach somewhere. And from these years, I have been patient a lot. You know, this one. Let me say, let me tell you this one story. There was a one television. Um, which is very popularly known here. And and also I wanted to be in that show, actually. And I started that in 2017. I, I sent them an email about me, you know, what I do, everything, you know, and also the world records. And after that, they, and after that day, they said, no, we really don't want you. And after that, from that day till now, I've been sending emails, emails, sending text messages, you know, all those things. <laughs> And plus, I met some people on the way who are part of that show in some events. You know, I'll try to give them my cards. Okay, here's my business card. Please share it. And they never did it. And after that, after and this happened recently in 2022, I think it was in July or June, I got an email from them and I said, all right, Neil, you're in. Come on. And after that, I got into that uh, show and it was KCRA 3. By the way, <laughs> yeah, KCRE three, <laughs> yeah, and then after, and you know, after I came on the Jennifer Hudson show, then KCRE three asked me to come on the show. I said, sure, why not? So, my one thing which I learned from the experience is always be humble. You know, always be down to earth. You know, You're that's such an inspiration, man. Thank I'll you so tell much. You right now, and and I'm looking so forward to seeing the the, the things that you do over the coming decades. Um, I think mm-hmm. that you have the potential to be one of those people who influences the the the, the progress of the world itself. Um, yeah. Music definitely speaks to people. Um, a lot of musicians talk about it at length. Um, a lot of 
politicians talk about. I mean, even I have a playlist for every mood, you know? So, like, if I'm feeling sad, mm-hmm. I got a whole playlist of, of depressing songs that starts with Simon and Garfunkel, Sound of Silence, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if I want to get amped up and happy, you know, mm-hmm. I got music for that. Uh, and so with, with the abilities that you have, um, I think that you'll be able to reach and touch a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. If there were a, a, a six-year-old out there right now mm-hmm. who who is is really wanting to play an instrument mm-hmm. but doesn't feel like they have enough talent to do it, mm-hmm. but in their heart they really want to, what would you tell them? You know, one thing I would tell them is like to focus on your passion, uh, achieve it, and have it. I can, I can, let, let me say one more time. Focus it, get it, and have it. If you have those three things in your mind, you'll be able to achieve anything, anything I'm telling you. And also one thing, you know, for the kids who want to learn music. If your kids are interested in in, um, music or in learning instruments, I suggest that you take your kids to a music shop anywhere once again, I mentioned you are like clients music, Tim's music, guitar centers, kiss music, anything, right? Let the let your kids explore the instrument. You know, let them explore if they want to learn the piano, the guitar, the drums, or bass, anything, any instrument they want to learn. Let them explore. And after they have after they find that instrument that they like, then you know, give them um I mean also one more thing. If you're not able to afford that instrument, you know, which is expensive other ways are to do like rent an instrument or you can buy a used instrument at a cheap price. And, you know, and after they have, after they have the instrument, you can take them to a, a music school, uh, you know, which offers like one free music lesson and, you know, let your kids, you know, take one free lesson there and, and see. And also if they like that school, then yeah, then let them, then let them take uh, Keep taking lessons, and and by that time, their music journey will begin. You know, you just reminded me of something. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, I misspoke earlier before before we started the show. Mm-hmm. I was saying that I didn't play any instruments. That's mm-hmm. actually not true. Uh, I just remembered that when when I was in elementary school, mm-hmm. um, I I ended up in in music class, mm-hmm. and so they had my school had a huge arsenal of wep- of uh, weapons <laughs> my school had a huge arsenal of instruments that's what i meant to say um and so i what i wanted to play mm-hmm. was the clarinet oh right because mm-hmm. it looked it was like it looked like a simple instrument you know you just hold it and push the buttons um and what I said was flute. Mm-hmm. So they bring me the flute. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't want this. So they handed me the recorder. You know, the plastic yeah, thing. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> and they're like, no, you're going to play that. And and so I learned how to play Mary Had a Little Lamb. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, it's a grand old flag. Mm-hmm. And and I will tell you right now, to this day, mm-hmm. Neil, if I if I see a recorder, mm-hmm. like, oh, man. I, I, I don't, I don't, mm-mm. No more. Like, because, you know, I was the one kid who had, uh, like, I'm in the I, I'm in the band. Mm-hmm. And everybody else has an actual, like, metal instrument mm-hmm. or, or wooden instrument. And I've got the plastic recorder, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't know what I'm doing. And they're like, no. Mm-hmm. It's like, I was like the mascot, you no. know, with, with my recorder. So, yeah, um, yeah that's a... Uh, but I'm it, telling you, at this age, there's, you know, I mean... I mean, if you when you're young, you, you don't have to learn music. I mean, you can learn music at any age you want. You know, I actually I got this inspiration from this, uh, from this old lady, and I was uh, performing at some Indian event, and it was for um, I think it was for Indian Indian Independence Day. I think at that time it was this year, and when I came down the stage, this old lady came to me and she says. Thank you so so much for inspiring me now because she told me that she was not able to play the harmonium, which is 
similar, similar to like accordion, but it's played on the floor, sitting down. Mm. And she says that before she was not able to play the harmony because because people told her that she that that she will not be able to play the that instrument because of her age. But after she got inspired by me, she was able to learn harmonium in one year. Wow. And I was so inspired by her. I was like, you know, I, I was just, you know, it, it was just a shocking moment for me that she got inspired. And she learned harmonium in just one year. And at an old age, I think she was 70 years old, learning that instrument, you know. It was like a big, a big inspiration a, for it's me. It's a beautiful thing <laughs> when, when, when the youth mm-hmm. can inspire the elders. I know. And the elders inspire the youth mm-hmm. in cycle. It's, it's such a beautiful thing. And, um, and even you can learn an instrument at your age right now. Yeah, you can learn. You, well, I'll tell you, you know, <laughs> interestingly enough, um, uh-huh. last year I uh, had this moment where I was like, I'm going to make music. Mm-hmm. So I went to the uh, guitar center mm-hmm. and I purchased a uh, bass guitar, mm-hmm. like an electric bass guitar, and uh, a drum set, mm-hmm. and a uh, keyboard. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up giving the drums away, um, but I still have the bass guitar, and I still have the keyboard. I just need to actually sit there and, you know, learn how to play them. I um, I mean, one thing I know is, like, YouTube mm-hmm. is super great to teach you how to do stuff. It's, yes. I mean... I've learned how to do all kinds of things on YouTube. And, mm-hmm. um, some part of me does want to make music because because I, I don't sing very well. And I don't think that I'll ever be able to. Um, that's why I've got this silky smooth voice. But, you know, I would still... I, I, think, I think, you know, I think I'm going to learn how to play mm-hmm. my bass guitar and my keyboard. Mm-hmm. And in a year's time... Mm-hmm. I want to be able to connect with you and say, hey, Neil, listen to this song I wrote and play my instruments. Yes. And I think you mentioned that you don't sing, but you can sing. Let me tell you why. Uh, one thing is that if you really want to sing, then you have to be dedicated. Because in my time, when I was doing singing, actually, my voice was a bit cranky. And, you know, it was like... At the time, I didn't know how to sing, and I thought I could not sing. But after uh, they gave me voice lessons, um, you know, after they gave me voice lessons, I was able to sing in just one month. So, like you, oh really? You, you, you I mean, don't tell yourself you can sing. You can sing. I mean, I know, I know. About, about twice a year, I get in the shower and the water's too hot, and for like three seconds, I sound like one of the Delphonics. Um, <laughs> but you know, that's. Uh, that's 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 my own story. But thank you so much for your inspiration. Thanks for taking the time out uh, to you. be on Verbal Radio. It has genuinely been a pleasure um, to to be here to talk to you, to pick your brain, to learn <laughs> about what makes you you. Um, definitely go to neilnayar.com. That's n a y y a r n e i l. Y'all figure it out. <laughs> go to neilnayar.com where you can hear his new music. You can check out his upcoming book and his upcoming schedule. Um, also, you can find him on Facebook, Neil Nayar. Thanks, Neil. Thank you for coming on to The Verbal Show. Hope to have you back one day soon. And say goodbye to our guests. Thanks so much for having me. It's our pleasure. Good night, everyone.